0: It's a creativitorium (laughs) with your host Sam Prince. That's me, where we talk everything acting, one of my favorite passion topics, and everything else in between. With very special guests, we talk film, theater, modeling, screenwriting, directing, design, behind the scenes, and so much more. So let's get crack-a-lackin'. And see what we have in store this week. And action! Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Creativatorium. So excited for season two. And so excited that you are listening. Really appreciate it. Just want to ask a quick favor of you. We, Sammer Productions, our theatrical group, did a play about Frederick Douglass last year. The great Frederick Douglass. Who uh, was a great abolitionist and really helped free slaves back in the 1800s? And our goal is to get it into as many schools and businesses across the country as possible um, to, you know, raise awareness, increase diversity, and just educate children and adults about. A figure that they might not, maybe they heard about, but don't really know about. It's a great play. So if you have some connections or 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 ideas, please contact us at Samber Productions either on Facebook or our email is samber p r o d two thousand twenty one at Gmail. That's s a m b e r. P-R-O-D 2021 at gmail.com and would love to entertain any ideas or or leads or or contacts that you may have because we really want to get it into as many schools and, and businesses as we can. I forgot to leave out the most important part in February for Black History Month. That's our goal. Black History Month, really promote our play. So we'll love your help. And really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creativatorium. I am your host, Sam Prince. And this is the first solo episode of Season 2. And the first episode of the new year. Happy New Year, everybody. It's going to be a great year, 2023, and I hope it is for each and every one of you. So what I want to talk real briefly about today, it's going to be a two-part segment. And it's called, Why Historical Plays? And my answer is, because history is becoming history or his story. Now, let me explain all that. First, I'd like to just talk about the fact that I'm really big on doing some historical plays every year. And that's my goal. And I hope to obtain it every year. And we did Frederick in 2021, late 2021. And carried it over into 2022 for Juneteenth. Had a screening of it. And so now my... My goals are this. I want to, for Black History Month in 2023, which is next month, I want to do some screenings of Frederick again. um, In businesses and schools. And if you know of any businesses or schools that would be interested in showing our play of Frederick Douglass... Um you know, please contact me. Um you know how to get a hold of me. samproductions.com. I'm sorry. samber.productions. <laughs> um and then um my email is Samber P R O D twenty twenty one. That's S A M B E R P R O D twenty twenty one at Gmail. Or you can find me on Facebook as well, Sam Prince, obviously. Um, So yeah, any suggestions you may have would be awesome. So that's the plan. And then we're going to do a new play for Juneteenth. And that's going to be on stage somewhere. It's a secret right now, but I'll be revealing it soon on which play and where. It'll definitely be in the Grand Rapids area. I'll give that hint. But, um, right. And so then that play of, of Juneteenth, circle around the Black History Month 2024, will do the same thing. We'll show that in schools and businesses and just kind of build on that and just do that every year. You know, new play every year. And, you know, it's really important to me because of what I just stated about history. I really feel like history is becoming history. In other words, we're forgetting about it, you know? And schools aren't really teaching not just black history, but women's history. And I feel like there's a whole movement You know, that's just kind of trying to get rid of that. You know, we didn't really need to go into politics and all the rhetoric, but it seems like there's a lot of people out there who really just don't want us to talk about diversity and race and black history and African-American history and women's history and Native American history and you know, Hispanic history and in all the the cultures that are in this country that it seems like it's just a movement to get rid of all that. Um and it really disturbs me. And I, I can't understand it, you know, because they definitely would want to talk about George Washington and, you know, Jefferson, you know, all who, yeah, they did some great things for our country, but they also owned slaves. You know, let's just be real here. You know, they they weren't nice to those who weren't white. And so I feel like it's very important to go back in history, put something on stage, that talks about that and, you know, keeps it going. Because, you know, my next part is, you know, his story, which is really what I just talk about. His story with the capital H-I-S means that they want to just kind of perpetuate, and let's just be real here, the white perspective of history of this country and nothing else. You know, and just kind of, you know, just talk about the good and not the bad. And again, there were some white men who did some great things for this country. I'm not discounting that. You know, there were some white men who were abolitionists against slavery who did some great things. You know, John Brown being one of them. Um, There's many. And they were amazing men. You know, but let's talk about the other amazing men that weren't white as well. That's all. Let's not make it his story. Let's make it our story. You know, I'll I'll never forget when I did Frederick and Cedar Springs. And these two white ladies came up to me. You know, they had to be in their 80s, 70s, 80s, at least. Um... And they were in tears. You know, and they were just like, Thank you for doing this especially here in Cedar Springs, Michigan. You know, and you know, they were like, We we had no idea about Frederick Douglass and we feel so bad about what our people, their white people, their white descendants did, you know, for against slaves and it did it against black people, you know, and, and, and had their racist thoughts and ideals. And, and they were just in tears about it. And so thankful and gracious that we did this play. And that really affected me. You know, it's, it's hard to not get emotional about it now because that's, that's my point. You know, that, that's my goal. That's, that's my passion is to reveal what that what that life was going through what that life was like back then and to open up some eyes you know maybe maybe those white ladies had some racist ideals themselves that that changed their minds by seeing that play i'm sure they have racist relatives you know either in the past or present but that changed them you know and then that that really moves me, you know, it really motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing and what we're doing. Um, Man, I just had a great thought, and I just forgot about it. Um, it really has to go with, you know, the racist ideals of this country and, 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 and changing that, you know. And I really feel like doing plays like these will will affect those people you know either in a good or a bad way you know i mean i i really honestly thought (laughs) i can't believe i'm saying this out loud here but i really thought there would be some protests you know in cedar springs um no offense to cedar springs love i have great friends out there that live out there and there's great people but let's be honest it's a primarily white town and I'm bringing a black play too. And, you know, kudos to Kent Theater who is run by some great people who are so excited and thankful that we did that play there. And I hope to do some more stuff there again. <clears throat> but it's about changing minds and really getting rid of racism because i mean you can't i don't know how you can be a white person and see plays and movies now and documentaries about slavery and feel like that was okay you know that that was just fine and maybe we need to still have that today there's people who really think that. I don't know how you can do that, but if you really portray of what it was really like to be a African American person in the eighteen hundreds, nineteen hundreds, shoot, even today. I, I I can't see how your mind can't change, you know, and and come out of it saying you know what what the hell was I thinking you know why, why why do I have these racist thoughts and ideals in my head how stupid is that because let's be honest it is stupid I could go on and on and on um but you know I wanted to do Frederick Douglass because he, I've always been fascinated by him, and how he taught himself to read and write when slaves were not allowed to do that. They, it was, it was not even a thought that slaves could read or write. That, that was, and of course, there was a fear because if they could do that, then what else could they do? Was, they were just cattle. They were just, you know. Animals, workers, like horses and, and pigs. They, they, they weren't regarded as human beings back then. But he taught himself to read and write through slavery. And he never wavered and continued to educate himself till the next thing you know, he's sitting down with the President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, and working to really free slaves and was very instrumental with that. And then, which boggles my mind, you know, his, his wife passed away, who was African-American. And he decided to m- marry a white woman. Back in the 1800s. That was unheard of. <clears throat> and, you know, interracial marriage is, is a big deal for me, you know. It's, 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 it's part of my life. My children are mixed. My wife is white. So, you know, it, it... He paved the way for that... so that anyone, no matter what color, eventually were allowed to be married. You know? Gay marriages. You know, it, it, it's all started from that movement. We wouldn't have gay marriages, we wouldn't have interracial marriages if people like Frederick Douglass and those after him said, you know what, love is blind. Love is blind, y'all. They're so... I could just go on and on, but it, you, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's to, to, to make that illegal, which it really was in many states for a long time, is crazy to me. You know, and thank God for people like frederick jogas who 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 said, "You know what, love is blind, and I am marrying this white woman, no matter what people say, and her family didn't like it. His family didn't like it, but they didn't care, and that just always struck me so Like I said, we're going to be showing the film again for Black History Month. And we're just going to continue to do that. And any suggestions that you would like to see, any plays that you know of that are great, because I only want to do the great ones. You know, I only want to do the ones that affect audiences. You know? And I did write or co-wrote Frederick and you know it was an adaptation from another play but I don't man I don't want to do that every year (laughs) that was a lot of work it was a lot of work I don't mind doing it you know every once in a while um and it was rewarding and and fun and you know but it was a lot of work you know and and you want to make sure that again you're going to affect people you don't want people yawning and going to sleep you want to keep them entertained and um moved and moved is a really big factor you know i really want to move people that is the number one goal so if you have any suggestions of plays that you know of like wow this i i know this one this one moved me um but I really, you know, history, historical plays, ones that bring us back in time, ones that tell us stories of, of struggle and racism or sexism or, you know, anything that, of oppression. I want to get out there and, and move some people so that's it that's that's all i want to talk about there'll be a part two where we'll kind of delve more into this topic of history and bringing it back and keeping it in our schools and in our businesses you know talking about diversity talking about inclusion talking about anti-racism because it's a big deal in this country still boggles my mind that it still is a polarizing topic still in 2023 it's amazing but i do feel that we're on a good path to for a better country i feel like there's a lot way 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 more smart Intelligent, rational, anti-racism, love-one-another people out there in the world. God-fearing, God-fearing people. I really feel like there's more of those out there. And they want change. And they want beauty and happiness in that world that Martin Luther King dreamed of. Alright y'all. I can keep going on, but I'm gonna cut it short. And I love everyone and I love y'all listening. And I really appreciate all your support and all your comments and, and and just well wishes. Happy New Year, y'all. And I'll talk to you soon. And remember, all the world's a stage.